All right, Saturday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Despite our mistaken announcement earlier, we are actually having a podcast tonight, although one of my media people put out that we weren't. We actually are. Lots of pent-up energy. No Tuesday, no Thursday, so I'm really really ready to roll. Got to get it all in in 56 minutes of fury, so let's get started. Let me go over some Thanksgiving stuff with you. ABC News tweet, Thanksgiving, get this now, Thanksgiving could soon become another victim of climate change. We just got past Thanksgiving 2023. Could soon become a victim, another victim of climate change. As rising temperatures, rising temperatures threaten. Now, I'd like to see that documented. How are rising temperatures threatening? Now, this is ABC News, which you know we know is Mockingbird Media, which is, of course, Goebbels Media, Pravda Media, DNC Media, Clinton Media. Rising temperatures threaten the abundance and quality of ingredients. Now, how is that? Explain to me scientifically how that works. How rising temperatures are affecting stuffing. <laughs> I mean, I would just how, how are rising temperatures affecting turkeys? I mean, I just would love somebody to explain these things to me. Like they say, rising temperatures and climate change is causing mass illegal migration because deserts are now oceans, although there's no deserts that are now oceans. And oceans are now deserts, although there are no oceans that are now deserts. And everyone just lies over and over again. Well, now they're going to try to take Thanksgiving from you because rising temperatures, where exactly are the rising temperatures? Now, Aaron and I have documented how they actually fraudulently portray rising temperatures. How do they fraudulently portray rising temperatures? Well, it's very simple. They compare them to, let's say, temperatures back in the 1920s that they took using just regular thermometers. Well, now they're using satellite imagery thermometers, so to speak, where they're actually bouncing it off of asphalt, namely at airports, just so everybody knows. So when they claim that there are rising temperatures, have you ever noticed that in the midst of them claiming that there's rising temperatures, there are no rising temperatures? Have you noticed it? I mean, that's what I've noticed this year. Once again, I am in, let me see now. I've been in Florida since 1980. So I am in my 43rd year here in the state of Florida. 43 years here. And I'm just guessing, you know, I'm I'm just assessing my my year here, 2023. And you know what's changed in 2023 uh, temperature-wise in comparison to 1980? Uh, Nothing. Not one thing. Not, not, Not one thing has changed between 80 and now, 90 and now, 95 and now, 2000 and now, 2010, nothing whatsoever. But allegedly, according to ABC News, Pravda Goebbels Media, temperatures threaten the abundance and quality of ingredients used to make some traditional uh, dishes. Show me the science. Show me the science. I want to see the science of why rising temperatures are affecting green bean casserole. <laughs> or yams. Sweet potato salad, whatever it may be that you like. Explain to me how rising temperatures are affecting mashed potatoes. Just show me. I like, like to see a science. Again, this is just things that they spout out, and they hope that people will believe so that they can use it to manipulate your behavior. It's as simple as that. Man, I got more, way more pent-up energy than I thought that I had. <laughs> now, I had no Tuesday podcast, no Thursday podcast. Now I'm all fired up. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. Here's a pic. Just wanted to show you the binomics of Thanksgiving 2023. Source, America Farm Bureau. That's a real conservative source, by the way. It's not. It's simply an insurance company. American Farm Bureau. A Bidenomics Thanksgiving. I just wanted you to know what it was up from. Now, what is it up from? More more this year than under Trump. So this was Trump's last Thanksgiving. It's it's 2023's Thanksgiving in comparison to 2020's Thanksgiving. Well, turkeys are up only 41%. (laughs) That's not so bad, is it? I mean, in a three-year period, less than three years, a three, no, it's exactly three years. 
Exactly three years. Turkeys are only up 41%. Amazing. You mean most presidents will be fired for that? Joe Biden should be an international laughing stock, which he is, but the Democrats will still vote for him. And what's really amazing to me is, is that Democrats whose turkey went up 41%, say, just say factory worker, police officer like I was, you know, whoever you are as a Democrat, got to be a couple Democrats watching. What's amazing to me that you will still espouse the brilliance of this man. You will still pull the lever of this man. You will still vote for this man. When your turkey's up 41%, four pound ham is only up basically 100%. So what you used to pay for it, it's double that now. Pumpkin pie and stuff, I guess pumpkins now, those are one of the things that are threatened by climate change. <laughs> Pumpkin pie's up 45%. Oh, I was I was pretty much right. I hit this on the money. Yeah. I got most of these right when I was naming these ingredients. Yeah. Pumpkin pie's up 45%. Sweet potatoes are only up 15%. That's the lowest one on the list. Green beans are up 33%. Under Bidenomics. Vegetable trays up 23%. Stuffing's up 34%. What's amazing to me, Thanksgiving cost overall up 40% than it was under Donald Trump. And all of these, and of course, this is just emblematic of all the other economic catastrophes of the Biden administration, gas prices, hyperinflation, and everything else. Unemployment, they claim there's, there's great employment. It's not, there's no great employment going on in America, by the way. We are basically on the brink of a massive recession slash depression. And it's not that, and people go, look at all the people that are employed. Yeah, you know, people are employed, and because you, you're not, they're not, they're not talking about the labor participation rate, which is way down. It's actually because people are taking two jobs. So it looks great. Look at all the jobs that people have. Look at all the jobs that have been full. Yeah, because people are taking two jobs. So Thanksgiving cost is up 40%. And Democrats will still vote for it and still espouse the greatness of Joe Biden and Bidenomics. It's truly amazing to me. Because here's the, here's the difference between like Aaron and me and Will and me and every other Republican or real conservative, not, not the fake Republicans, not the rhinos, not the Mitch McConnells and the Lindsey Grahams of the world. The real, the real Republicans, if this was Donald Trump, if we were comparing, say, Donald Trump to Barack Hussein Obama, and Trump had, uh, you're comparing Trump's current Thanksgiving to Obama's last Thanksgiving, and Trump had cost our turkeys to go up 41%, hams to go up 97%, pumpkin pie go up 55, 45%. Of the three of us would go, Trump sucks. Right. I ain't voting for the man. Trump sucks. That's what we would say see, because we're honest and we actually have principles. If you have principles, you actually have right and wrong. If you don't have principles, all you have is allegiance to a party because for some reason you think even though your party sucks and produces horrible economic situations, you still are thinking we're going to win in the long run. How are you going to win in the long run with hyperinflation? How are you going to win in the long run with $33 trillion in debt, almost $34 trillion in debt? And, and, and your price is going through the roof. And you know, as a Democrat, if you're watching right now, you can't afford things anymore. You could under Trump, but you can't under Biden, but yet you'll still vote for Biden. Truly amazing. That's cognitive dis dissonance. It's amazing to me. The galactic reaches of cognitive dissonance that Democrats have. All right, go to the next one for me. Well, Wittgenstein tweet. Just show you this now. I'm kind of switching subjects off of Thanksgiving onto my what I call my food cabal section of the show. Wittgenstein tweet. Tyson, a major U.S. producer of beef, pork, and chicken, is betting on protein that comes from insects. What a surprise, since that's the plan of the World Economic Forum. And remember, always remember what fascism is. People think fascism is racism. Fascism is not racism. Can there be racist, racist fascist? Certainly. But what fascism is is the merging of government and corporations. That's what fascism is using corporations to usher in a governmental agenda, using a government to usher in a corporate agenda, all merged together. 
That's what fascism is. You have the World Economic Forum pushing insect proteins on all of us. Why are they doing that? Not for your health because insects are actually not good for you, but they're actually pushing it on you so that they control all sources of protein. So you have to go to them for your protein. Then they get rid of your chickens. They get rid of your pork. They get rid of your beef, which is why they're confiscating farms all over the globe. And very, they, you're like, Tom, how are they confiscating? That sounds hyperbolic. They're using governmental ent- entities to confiscate farms, i.e. Mark Rutt inside of the Netherlands, the number two agriculture producer on the planet. Well, what they do is they isolate and they get rid of all of your options for protein. They get rid of your cows, get rid of your beef, get rid of your chickens, whatever else. And then they're the sole source of protein. So in order for you to get protein, they want to do this with all food, by the way, but I'll just use protein as a quick example. So the only way for you to get protein is with their bug gel. It's the only way for you to get protein. So now they can manipulate your behavior because that's your only way to get it. So if you're going to get this, you're going to have to make sure that you agree with us on transgender. Make sure that you agree with us on guns. Make sure that you disarm yourself. Make sure that you vote right. Make sure that you buy right. Make sure that you buy into the whole climate change hoax. Everything that we say you will do, you will take your 57 vaccinations. People think I'm hyperbolic with 57 vaccinations. I'm not. That's exactly what they want you to take. They want you to have a nice short life full of antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome where you can, can't fight off viruses, taking one vaccination after another. That's what they want. Nice, short life of servitude. And this is all about leveraging you into a one-world commerce system. Sole source of protein. Sole source of groceries. Sole source of fuel. Using your electric vehicle. Sole source of fuel are their outlets, whether they're in your house or not, that can be shut off by them. CBDC currency, where your currency, where your income, where your bank account can be shut off by them. And if you don't want it shut off, you have to vote correctly. You got to disarm. You got to agree with transgenderism. You got to be a communist. You got to be a socialist, whatever it is. Whatever it is that they want, They leverage you into a one-world commerce system so that they can manipulate and control your behavior. That's what this is all about. And because you have the merging of corporatism, i.e. Tyson, with government entities, i.e. the United States government, World Economic Forum, that's what fascism is. And it's to leverage you into a Revelation chapter 13, Revelation chapter 14, one-world commerce system with a singular access point, controlled by them. Tyson has reached an agreement for a two-fold investment with Protix, a leading global insects ingredients company. So we all need to be keeping an eye on these companies. Now this is boring and people always uh, jump off the podcast whenever I'm talking about this stuff and I'm only going to talk about it briefly. So hang on for 30 or 40 seconds. This is why we have to have a dual economy. This is why we have to have a dual economy, a dual commerce system, what's called a parallel economy we have to have our own version of tyson our own version of walmart our own version of hospitals and clinics our own version of entertainment our own version of uh, right now see how it works is if you want to be successful like one of my uh favorite uh podcasters is pat mcafee but see the problem with pat mcafee is He knows that in order for him to be successful, for him to be on ESPN, he had to bow to the vax because success now is held by YouTube. If you want to be successful, you've got to be on YouTube. I'm banned off of YouTube all the time. So I have 465 people watching, and McAfee has millions of people watching. I'm not saying that my talent's the same as his, or I'm not comparing you to that. But now, in order for you to be successful... 
they hold all of the reins of success. Is that making sense, Aaron? Yeah. So you want to be successful. You want to have millions of years. You got to be on ESPN. Well, the only way for you to be on ESPN is for you to bow to the race hustle. You always, Matt, Pat McAfee actually had to say before Thanksgiving, we, you know, we don't mean, we don't want, he actually had to say this. We don't want to be offensive to people. So we're acknowledging that before we say Thanksgiving is great, that our country did some terrible things. Why, why do you need to say that about Thanksgiving? Because in order for him to be successful, and a successful success is measured by YouTube, measured by ESPN, measured by millions of viewers. You can't get there now. You can't get there now because the platforms that hold millions of viewers and billions of dollars in, in, in advertising uh, dollars, they're all woke. In order for you to get there, what do you call them? Liberal gatekeepers, yeah. yeah. So in order for you, Aaron, to something that's liberal gatekeepers, is correct. So in order for you... To be successful, you have to go through their economy. They hold all the reins. What Aaron said was perfect. They are the they are the gatekeepers to success. That's why you have to have a parallel economy. What, what would you do right now without Walmart? What would you do? What would you do? They're going woke. They've been going woke. Eventually, they will turn into Target. The only reason why they haven't turned into Target is because they get boycotted over and over again. The only reason why Coke is not Target, the only reason why Coke is not Bud Light, is that when Coke decided to interfere in Georgia elections by, by simply stating that Georgia was being racist by requiring voter ID and they got boycotted for two weeks and lost a billion, couple billion bucks, they were like, we're out. They haven't done a thing since. You have to have a parallel economy where there's an alternative to Coke. Otherwise, that's all, all that you have. You have to have a parallel economy. So if you want to be an executive for a company like Coke, like Coke you don't have, so you have to have another Coke to be successful but right now. In order for you to be successful, say, in the fast food industry, you have to go woke. You have to be five times, six times, seven times vaccinated. You have to go to their transgender indoctrination classes. Whatever it is, see, we have to have a parallel economy, so we have other options. We need to have our version of YouTube, our version of Facebook. That's why you have to be watching on Rumble right now if you're not watching on Christian Television Network. We need to keep the old sources up, like the Christian Television Network, like radio, like TV, so that we have other options to success, other venues of success, other avenues of success. Otherwise, listen, they're just going to shut us all down. That's why you need to switch to Rumble if you're watching anything. I'm not making money off of Rumble. I'm telling you to switch to Rumble for the par- for the sake of a parallel economy. All right, where the heck am I, Will? Afraid your video? Yes, sir. All right, so we got Tyson wants to switch to insects. Well, here's some more. This is this is Kim Kim Kardashian talking. Afraid your video. Are you ready for Beyond Meat? Play it for me. I believe so much in the mission of Beyond Meat that I've stepped in to help with my greatest asset, my taste. This plant-based meat is not only amazingly delicious, but it's also better for you and better for the planet. It's a simple change that makes a really big difference. So good. And now that I'm Beyond Meat's chief taste consultant, there's never been a better time to go beyond. Now I challenge all of you, go to your store and find Beyond Meat. Go to your store and find it, and you'll be sitting there on the shelves. Do you know who's buying it? All the, all the same people that are not buying electric cars are not buying Beyond Meat. Now, listen, they are losing, Ford has lost so far in electric cars, $4 billion. Billion dollars they've lost because ain't nobody buying them. Who would want to buy an electric car that you have to sit, you have to sit in a line at night, 11 o'clock at night for a charging <laughs> station? Who in the world would want to buy a car for 80 grand for that? And the same thing with Beyond Meat. Now, we, Kim K can sit there and act like that tastes good. We all know that it doesn't. 
We all know that it's, you know, it's just, I mean, I, 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 there's some things, some ways I want to describe it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> we, we know what it tastes like. It tastes like garbage. And Will said this, if plants are so good, why has he got to make them into meat? So much plants. So they had to, again, it's just a way to control your behavior so that plant-based protein, insect-based protein are your only sources. It always starts off as, this is for convenience. Okay, central bank, digital currency, social credit systems are all for biometric health passes, are all for convenience. So that when you have a mark on your right hand or on your forehead, a quantum dot tattoo on your right hand or on your forehead, it's simply for convenience. Is how the Antichrist, Beast 1, and Beast 2 will sell their product to you. That's what that, that's what's always, it always starts off as this is this for convenience. This is for an alternative to meat. No, then eventually becomes your only source of meat so that they control your only source to protein. That's the point of all of it. I right, go to the next one for me. That's Binomics. I wanted to give this to you. Since January 20th of 2021, here's, here's, what he's, here's what Joe Biden has accomplished so far. I love lists. If lists bore you, I don't know what to tell you. I just love them. So here's what, this is all the truth, by the way. Since January 20th, 2021, this is the records that Joe Biden has set. Record high suicides, that's a fact. Record high auto repos, that's a fact. If you actually saw the statistics about people who are behind in their car payments, it would rock your world. It would rivet your soul how bad our economy is right now. And you're being lied to, being lied to by the Biden administration, being lied to by rhino Republicans. We are on the cusp of an economic collapse that we have not seen since a minimum of 2008, if not, way, if not back into the 70s, stagflation in the 70s. Record bankruptcies, that's absolutely true. I mean, we have no idea how many if people do not know. I'm going to have to get the stats. You can follow all these stats on Peter St. Ange on Twitter. Follow that guy. Record bankruptcies. Mortgage rates have doubled. I mean, we showed this on the podcast a week or two ago. Under the, under the Trump administration, it was averaged like three-something percent. Under the Biden administration, seven to eight percent. Mortgage rates have doubled. And that's in less than three years. Gas uh, up 60 percent. I mean, most, most presidents, they wouldn't even run for re-election if gas was up 60 percent. Biden is proud of it. Because that's actually the plan. It's that they want to bankrupt you so that you have to go to the government for a, for a guaranteed monthly income. Once you're on a guaranteed monthly income, what can they do? Cut off your monthly income and control your behavior. Rent is up 20%. Utilities are up 20%. New cars are up 30%. Used cars are up 20%. Hotels are up 20%. Airfare is up 20%. Core inflation, over 6%, which is actually way higher than that. Food, it doesn't even have, it has food 25%. I was going to say good. So there you go. That's, those, that's all the truth. That's what the Biden administration has actually accomplished. I wanted to put that all out there on this Thanksgiving. Right, let me show you this. And wokeness tweet. Now, who is it that's actually committing violence? Now, Joe Biden, and I know you hear, if you watch this podcast all the time, you know you hear me say this every week, maybe every podcast, I don't know. What does Joe Biden say is the number one threat, the number one existential threat to America? White supremacist terrorists. So, Tom, you're a white supremacist? Absolutely not. I'm not a black supremacist, Latino supremacist, no supremacist whatsoever. Based on melanin content and skin, nobody's supreme to anybody else. Simple as that. But that's what Joe Biden says. And I'm just curious, where are all, if anybody asked, I mean, again, did you ever ask the question during COVID? Where are all the bodies? I mean, I live in a small neighborhood. Nobody died of COVID. I lived in, and then right next to my small neighborhood are two big neighborhoods. You know how many people died of COVID there? Nobody died of COVID there. Nobody died of COVID in my church. Church is 900 people, 1,000 people. Nobody died of COVID there. Weird, isn't it? Weird. 
had one killed with remdesivir, maybe two killed with remdesivir, but nobody, nobody died of COVID. So do you ever ask the questions, uh, you know, actually simply ask questions like who, if, if, if the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism, where are the bodies and where are the videos? I'm just curious, where are the, where are all the bodies and where, I mean, where are all the bodies of all the people killed by white supremacist terrorists? Um, I, I can't think of any. And where are all the videos of the white supremacist terrorists committing felonious acts? I'm, I mean, I'm just wondering, where, where are the videos? Where are the pictures? Where are the allegations? If that's the, I mean, it's not like Joe Biden said that three years ago and he stopped saying it. He says that every time he gives a speech that the number one threat to America is domestic terrorism, white supremacist terrorism. Where are all the domestic terrorists? I'm just curious. So here, that, let's, now let's, the, what I said was, Show me the bodies, show me the videos. Well, here's the bodies near the videos of the people that actually are committing the violence. And wokeness uh, tweet, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana, Louisville manifesto released. On April 10th, 2023, Connor Sturgeon, 25, gunned down several people at the old National Bank. Uh, five, five people were killed. The shooter wrote in his notebook that he targeted upper-class white people and wanted to attack to spur on gun control. Now, let me ask you this. Is anybody but me ever think that is really what's happening with all these mass shootings? Right. Yeah. And they're actually doing that because it's actually a PSYOP, probably by an NGO. Because who runs the CIA? Liberals. Yeah. Uh, remember all the, the uh, 51 former Intel chiefs that signed on and said that the Hunter Biden laptop story was Russian disinformation? All knowing, knowing, knowing full well they were bold-faced lying. Why did they bold-faced lie? Why were they willing to bold-faced lie? And they were both Democrats and rhino Republicans, which are basically the same thing, the Uniparty. Why were they willing to do that? Because they're Democrats trying to usher forward a globalist leftist agenda. So is that behind all these mass shootings? Because behind every mass shooting, we always end up finding, I know always is a little bit hyperbolic, but... We always find out the FBI knew this guy before he committed the, the, the mass shooting. Isn't that yep. weird? Yep. It's always very weird, isn't it? So this white guy wants to gun down white people to spur on gun control. So who is it that's committing the acts of violence? The people trying to get us to stop buying guns? So the people wanting to kill us with guns are the same ones wanting us to stop buying guns. So do they want us to stop buying guns so it's very easy to kill us with guns? That's what I would, that's my assessment. Go to the next one for me, Will. Who's committing these acts of violence? A per, uh, Andy No tweet, a person in Tennessee walked into one of your schools and shot up a bunch of your Christian daughters. That's not the last of them if you don't shut your effing mouth. That's what this person wrote. A Nashville trans activist has been federally charged for allegedly being so inspired by trans shooter Audrey Hale that she then made threats to kill more Christian children. Jason Lee Willie, which is a man pretending to be a woman. Let's always make sure that we, we don't call Jason Lee Willie, a.k.a. Alexia. We're not going to call Jason. We're not going to call Jason a woman because Jason is a fully penis male. That's who Jason is. He's a sexual deviant. He is a sexual pervert who gets sexual gratification. Jordan Peterson has an excellent expose on this. These trans men dressed up as women that don't get their penises lopped off, which most of them don't, actually receive sexual gratification by dressing up as, as women. That's who Jason Lee Willie is with an apropos last name. Has a social <laughs> media account full of leftist anti-Christian posts. So who is it that's committing the acts of violence? Who is it that's threatening to commit the acts of violence? Because I can't find one. Aaron's all over Twitter. Yeah. Will's all over Twitter. 
I'm all over Twitter, which is basically the sounding board from the right and the left. I can't find any white supremacist terrorists threatening any acts of violence anywhere that's been, doc- that's been documented by anybody, including leftists. No. Not one. So this so everybody knows, that's who com- that is who is actually committing acts of violence. How many transgender shootings have we seen now? How many threats have we seen? How many videos have we played where you have trans activists threatening violence? You dare try to stop me as a fully penis male from going into your daughter's bathroom. You just watch and see what happens. We're not threatening violence. They're threatening violence. As usual, of course, everybody knows the definition. That's what they always do. That is what, that is what, that is the, the, the playbook of the globalist left is to project onto you that which they are actually currently doing themselves. They call you a racist. They're a racist. Remember that they said you lack compassion. You're killing grandma because you want, you refuse to wear a useless mask. Because all that was was an oath of allegiance to the globalist left. You refused to wear it, so they called you a grandma killer. When they're actually aborting 40 to 80 million kids per year, they call you a killer. I score mama tweet. I I labeled this section the globalist symbiote because I wanted to see you. I know I'm jumping all over the place. I wanted you to see how everybody is connected and how everybody knows each other and that nobody is for you. Everything's now, listen, there are some. Very few, but there are some great politicians. Clay Higgins, Matt Gates, most of the time Jim Jordan, uh, most of the time Thomas Massey, most of the time Marjorie Taylor Greene, most of the time Lauren Boebert, and others. There's some decent politicians. I, of course, love Donald Trump, and I still love Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis blew it. He's never going to be president now, probably not in the future because he aligned himself with the Bush family and the Bush donors. Blew it, but I love him. Greatest governor in America. But... I want you to know that there are some exceptions, but basically this is a symbiote. And I'll give you just a quick example of what a symbiote is, is you have Planned Parenthood. You have the Democratic Party. I was just, I'm going to summarize it by saying the DNC. DNC d- donates $600 million per year, which Trump cut off, but now they got back on day one of the Biden administration. $600 million a year of your taxpayer dollars, my taxpayer dollars, go to Planned Parenthood. Out of that $600 million, Millions are then funneled back into the personal bank accounts of Democratic politicians and the campaign campaign bank accounts of Democratic politicians. How in the world does that money go into their personal bank accounts? How do you think it goes into their bank accounts? All you have to do is hire your spouse as a consultant, and it's legal. If, If I was to run for governor of Florida and I hired my wife, Hope, as a consultant, and I put her in charge of buying all my campaign ads, and I had $10 million worth of campaign ads, we get to keep 10% of that. So $1 million goes to me. That's how it works. It's a, it's a globalist, leftist, and when I say leftist, that includes at least half of the Republican Party, because at least half of the Republican parties are leftists, just so you know. And I'm a devout Republican. We'll vote Republican down the ticket no matter what. Squirrel Mama video, just have, I mean, uh, Squirrel Mama tweet. Rep Mike Rogers, remember this guy who has the worst hairpiece in America. <laughs> who try, I mean, the worst. I mean, come on, dude. Just yeah. give it up. Shave your head. Go bald. <laughs> who tried to block. He's the one who got violent on the, on the House floor with Matt Gates. Who tried to block Jim Jordan's speakership. Why would he try to block Jim Jordan's speakership? Not even, Jim Jordan wasn't even trying to block Ukraine funding. Jim Jordan was simply trying to audit Ukraine funding. That's all. Why is everybody afraid of audits? If you're not corrupt, why would you be afraid of an audit? If you didn't sit there and watch the audit, why are you afraid of an audit if you're not corrupt? Is, why, why did he want to, why did he want to jo- uh, stop Jim Jordan's speakership? Because Jim Jordan wanted to audit Ukraine spending. Well, because he's the top recipient of funds 
from the defense industry, from the industrial defense complex. He's the number one recipient. So they all know each other. So he funds wars while he personally profits off of them. It's an endless symbiote. It's the same thing that I've told. Who's, who's building, who's rebuilding Ukraine? Well, the IMF has funding. The Biden administration is sending hundreds of millions there. Hundreds of millions there. Who's, who's, re, who's, who's on the ground rebuilding Ukraine right now? Who is it? Uh, BlackRock, Vanguard, the Bill, and, the Bill Hillary and Chelsea Clinton Foundation, along with J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois' uh, sister. Those are the ones who are rebuilding Ukraine right now. Isn't it very convenient that they can cause the desolation of basically all of Ukraine and then profit off of its rebuild? It's an endless symbiote. That's all that it's about is the personal enrichment of our quote-unquote leaders. All it's about is their personal enrichment. That's the only reason why they vote for what they vote for. Now, people will say that's what's going on in Israel too right now. It could be. There could be some profiteering going on with the military-industrial complex there. But you still have to get rid of Hamas. That's just the way it is. I won't go into that. I'll spend a half an hour on it. All right, Paul Sperry tweet. New, again, this is just a symbiote. New top, top Democratic donor, Steve Brill, CEO, CEO of the self-appointed misinformation monitor NewsGuard. NewsGuard comes out and they'll evaluate, say, my podcast. They'll evaluate, you know, I wouldn't rise to that level yet, but evaluate all sorts of conservative media and deem it misinformation. So basically, the people who are policing misinformation are the biggest purveyors of misinformation. Misinformation monitor NewsGuard, which is blacklisting right-leaning news sites to scare off advertisers, calling them radicals, saying that they're stirring up violence. We've already showed you who's actually committing the violence. And and called Hunter Biden, this man, uh, Steve Brill, called Hunter Biden's laptop story a Russian hoax. And it's now been proven. How is it proven not to be a Russian hoax? Well, let's see. Hunter Biden's own attorney sent a letter to the computer repair shop saying that was Hunter Biden's laptop. So how could it be a Russian hoax? It never was a Russian hoax. And before Miranda Devine's story even came out in the New York Post, which was banned off of social media because of outfits like NewsGuard for misinformation. So the misinformation police are the purveyors of misinformation. Before, before that story even was banned off of Twitter completely and shadow banned off of Facebook, before it was even banned off of all those things, the FBI had already confirmed it wasn't Russian dis- disinformation. The FBI was, or again, it's just a giant symbiote of a bunch of people meeting each other's needs. That's what a symbiote is. So they can personally profit off of it. I need you to do this so I can profit. If you do that for me, you'll profit. We'll make sure that you profit. So you have the FBI going around, meeting weekly with Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, telling them, you know what, and they keep a certain amount of plausible deniability. They say, you know what, Russian disinformation is about to come out. We just wanted to warn you of it so that when you see it, you'll take it down. They already had the 100, they were talking about the 100 Biden laptop. They already had it in their possession and had already confirmed while they were telling the social media companies that it was Russian, they had already confirmed that it wasn't. That's, that's what this is all about. And then, of course, the FBI works in conjunction. Again, it's just a giant symbiote of people feeding their own political needs, getting their political needs met at a price of, basically, you meet my needs, I'll meet your needs. Simple as that. And we'll all profit off of it. That's the symbiote. And most Republicans are involved with it, too, i.e. Mike Rogers. Called Hunter Biden's laptop story a hoax and hired an, an advisor ex-CIA director Michael Hayden, who signed the laptop disinformation story. So now you got the CIA, former uh, uh, 
uh, CIA advisor Michael Hayden involved with NewsGuard. See, it's just a giant symbiote. They all know each other, and they're all pushing forward a leftist globalist agenda, a leftist globalist narrative. They're all on it together, and they all personally profit off of it. All right, let's go to the next one. Well, I don't even know where I am. All right, April, April color video. Okay, today, or I don't know if this was today or yesterday, whatever. It was, it was a day or two ago. It was this week. New York, New York Governor Hochul announces plans to increase online surveillance. So you have NewsGuard, right? You have NewsGuard with Steve Brill and, and, and Michael Hayden, from former uh, CIA operative, all controlling and, and be, policing misinformation, disinformation, all leftists. All liars all said that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, knowing full well it wasn't, because well, why would they lie, that, lie like that to usher forward their Democratic Party agenda? It's just a giant symbiote. Well, here comes Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul announces plans to increase online surveillance. Play for me, Will. Today I'm directing the Director of Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Services to develop media literacy tools for K-12 through in our public schools. This will teach students and even teachers to help understand how to spot conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, and online hate. Start talking about what we're seeing out there. Give the teachers the tools they need to help these conversations in school. And by teaching younger New Yorkers about how to discern between digital fact and digital fiction, we can better inoculate them from hatred and the spread of it, and help prepare them for a very fast-moving and often confusing world. One. Kathy Ogles just wants all kinds of inoculations, doesn't she? <laughs> wants you seven times vaccinated in order, order for you to be fully protected right now. You'd be seven times vaccinated, which she probably is, which is why she's so stupid. Right. You notice how none of these people can actually talk freely? <laughs> she can't actually say anything that's coherent without reading off a teleprompter. So there she is. You know, why is it that you need the government, whether it's federal government, state government, local government, to discern for you what's hatred? I think I can tell what's hatred and what's not hatred. I think I can discern. I know she's claiming that she's doing it for students, but again, it starts off as we're doing it for students, then we're going to do it for everybody. Right. So they're going to be able to, just like Ursula van der Leyen, president of the European Union, whose husband's a subcontractor for Pfizer, personally profited off of the vaccine she mandated. She's doing the exact same thing for the European Union, where they're basically putting together a misinformation police force, and she is the primary purveyor of misinformation who will now be in charge of governing and determining that which is misinformation. You're like, Tom, that makes no sense. Yeah, the liars are going to stipulate what is a lie. Because all they want, what, what, what's actually going on, are the liars want to take the truth down. The liars want to take the truth down by labeling it lies. You tell them that's, that's confusing. I know it's confusing, but that's what they want to do. All right, let's go to the next one. Again, this is all just a giant symbiote. Now you have Kathy Hochul working with social media companies. Uh, Victoriana tweet, telecom giant Vion has announced on Wednesday, look, I, I, look how they're all linked together, that it has appointed, oh, ex-CIA director. I thought Mike Pompeo was a good guy. Don't trust that. And former U.S. Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo to the board of directors of its Ukrainian subsi subsidy, Kiev Star. I refuse to call it the new word, Kiev Star. <laughs> it's Kiev Star. It's weird, isn't it? Now Mike Pompeo 
is now going to be in charge of basically a uh, the, well, the board of directors of uh, the telecom giant. So you now have Mike Pompeo, who's basically a globalist, who benefits off of the Ukraine war. And I'll bet you right now, if you go and find videos of Mike Pompeo, he's all in favor of the Ukraine war, a Ukraine war that now benefits him financially. Mm-hmm. Weird. It's like it's all a giant symbiote that if you go out and it's like the, it's like the Clintons are all in favor of the Ukraine war. Very much in favor of it, and now are personally profiteering off of it. Tom, aren't you hypocritical because you're in favor of, of, of Israel wiping Hamas off the map? Not at all, because you know what? I'm not, I'm not looking for American. American they, the IDF, let me, let me pull up how many videos and how many uh, social media requests that the IDF has asked for American involvement in it. You've got Voldemar Zelensky every day getting $223 million a day from the Americans, from us, from you and I, our tax, $223 million a day. Oh, $200 billion pledged to the man. $117 billion has already gone over there. $223 million. The IDF asked for that? No. No, the IDF actually requested that we not get involved. So I am in favor of the IDF destroying Hamas from the planet. All you got to do is watch the videos. And more videos keep coming out about the, the atrocities that Hamas committed. Very, two very different things where you have an internet. Benjamin Netanyahu has not asked Joe Biden for a dime. Now, yes, we do financially support them, but they haven't asked for an increase since the Hamas war. Uh, let me show you this. Uh, Frazier video, now change the subjects again, but just under the Biden administration. We have another train derailment, train derailment in Kentucky. At least, now, again, I'll have to be honest with you. I wasn't tracking these until 2022. But, you know, I think before that, I would have noticed because I was watching lots and lots of news, obviously, in 2020 and 2021. So I was probably even watching some of it in 2021. But, I would have noticed throughout the years train derailments. Yeah. And it's just kind of weird that basically every day we have a new train derailment or factory fire every single day in America. And, of course, Pete uh, Booty Juice is in charge of transportation in America, and we are having record train derailments. And almost all of them under Booty Juice's um, reign, <laughs> we'll stop laughing, uh, are, are basically – chemical spills, and major biohazard problems. Well, we have another one in Kentucky. Here's the story behind it. Play it for me. Amber and Bill, this situation has become a lot more intense just in the last hour. At 5 o'clock, we were in Livingston. At that point, one family, possibly up to two, were being told to evacuate. Just moments ago, the emergency management director called me and said, Phil, Get on the air as fast as you can. We are evacuating the entire town of Livingston and Piney Branch to Rockcastle Middle School. And he said that needs to be said immediately. So I said, I will get that on as soon as I can. So obviously the situation has become much more severe than what we first thought likely because of whatever was on that train that was heading south. We initially thought it was a northbound train. I found out from a CSX railroad worker that it's a southbound train, and we were actually able to capture some smoke off in the distance looking north and east of Livingston. You could you could see smoke rising above a barn. I didn't know if that if, at first if that was from the train, but I was able to get it confirmed from emergency officials that was actually from the train that derailed again 15 cars of a 45 a car CXS 
a CSX southbound train derailed. Uh, don't know exactly why it derailed. All we know is that it was at a very remote and hard to get to area. So it's just strange that none of this was happening under the Biden, I mean, under the Trump administration. All of this is happening under the Biden administration. It's just weird. Again, do I have any proof? I don't. And I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to make false assertions. I'm not going to make leaps of faith. I just. It's very weird that we didn't have one factory fire after another for vital infrastructure inside of America, i.e. food and fuel and many other fires that we've had. We had we had refinery fires, um, giant food processing plant fires, major trail dera- uh, train derailments that all raise prices on various things. Very And again, all of the, the price raises, raises and the inflation, the hyperinflation is all on purpose so that you end up depending on the government. And once you depend on the government, they can manipulate your behavior. But don't worry, we got Pete Booty Juice in charge. So here's his latest on Pete Booty Juice. So here he is, friend of, P, of Pete Buttigieg, and John Podesta sentenced to life for raping 500 kids. But don't worry, you know, this whole transgender uh, narrative that everybody's pushing has nothing to do with pedophilia or anything, even though you have trans men, 38-year-old men, with their taped-up genitals twerking their, their, their private parts in front of 8-year-old girls. It has nothing to do with pedophilia, though. Don't worry about it, even though the people that are pushing it are starting to get arrested for crimes against kids. Not saying that Booty Juice did anything. I'm just saying that he had a friend did. And there's lots of stuff that's starting to percolate about this whole Pizzagate thing. I'm following it closely. And there's lots of stuff they're starting to talk. There's, lots of, there's facts that are starting to bubble to the surface about it. And I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i report them as they come out and I can actually verify them. Uh, let's go to vaccines. Here's a, Now you have to watch now the top of this. Yeah, leave that right there so I can read it. The top of this video, you have to read the top of it the entire time is it'll go through the various countries. Now, what I want you to see in this, if you read the top, Aaron, can you actually put that where people can see it so I can actually show them? There you go. Just so everybody knows, before I play this video, if you look at the top, you may not be able to read it now, but I can because i got a bigger screen to my left. That's why I'm always looking this way. I'm reading off of stuff. Deaths on top, it says COVID-19 deaths. COVID-19 deaths. Everybody needs to understand this. Not not even excess deaths. COVID-19 deaths. Before and after. Now, we know the vaccine causes pulmonary embolism, blood clots, AD, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, which has to do with the COVID death, I mean, the COVID-19 deaths, myocarditis, pericarditis, heart attacks, and everything else, swelling of the lining outside the heart, swelling of the heart itself, lining of the heart, pericarditis, heart itself, myocarditis. We know all that. Now, that's excess deaths. We understand. We get that. This is COVID-19 deaths. So this are how many people died of COVID-19 before the vaccination, which is every time when you see these, when you see the slides go right here, this is for Afghanistan. The people who died of COVID nineteen are in the blue. The people who died of COVID nineteen before the vaccination are in the blue. The people who died of COVID nineteen after the vaccination are in the red. Just so this is Afghanistan. Look at all the people that died of COVID nineteen. Now, why would more people die of COVID nineteen post vaccination? Because it wipes out your immune system and you can't fight off even a 99.9% survivable alpha variant. Let alone the even more survivable, way more survivable Omicron variant that there is now. Only people dying of COVID are the fully vaccinated right now. That's statistically absolutely true. Because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, which basically is the removal of your immune system. So watch as these go by and understand the top part. Everything in the blue is pre-vaccination COVID-19 deaths. Everything in the red is post-vaccination COVID-19 deaths. 
See it for them. And if you read the top, it's test before and after mass vaccination program, Afghanistan. Play for me, Will. So there you go. Now, again, that was, again, this, that's just COVID-19 deaths. That's not excess deaths, that's just, which is included in excess deaths, but excess deaths include all forms of death post-vaccination. Or just all excess deaths, period, having nothing to do with the vaccination. Basically, more deaths than you had the year before is excess deaths, which are through the roof, by the way, in every country on the planet, which brings up uh, us to the next slide. Patrick Webb tweet, breaking the Philippines government committee uh, the Philippines government committee has voted to launch an investigation into over hmm, 327,000. Aaron, see if you can find me the, the population of the Philippines. 327,000 unexplained excess deaths between 2021 and 2022. 327,000. It's, it. it's 113.9 million. 113 million people live there. In the Philippines, man, that's a, that's huge yeah. in comparison to what I thought. Uh, they have, for strangely, three hundred twenty-seven thousand unexplained, not unexplained deaths, unexplained excess deaths. So let's just say normally they had three hundred thousand deaths. Now they have six hundred twenty-seven thousand deaths, and now that, that's very very much explained by the video that we just showed you. And I and we put up the slides before. There were no excess deaths in 2020. There wasn't any. Statistically speaking, there was no excess deaths during the epicenter of the pandemic. The deaths only started after the solution to the pandemic, after the cure for COVID-19. So you had no deaths from the disease. You only had deaths from the cure for the disease, which was the plan to begin with. To lower the Earth's population. I think it's working when you have 327. It's not really that small of a country. I thought Philippines. You sure it's 113 million people? Yes. That's bigger than Canada. Yeah. Wow. 
A 327,000 XSS is just unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. It's working if you're trying to lower the Earth's population to just, you know what, and, and that's just, by the way, that's just in one year. 2021, between 2020, 2021 and 2022. It's one to two years, depending on how you look at between 2021 and 2022. 327,000 excess deaths. Let's go to the next one. Gunther Eagleman video. COVID. This is, this is great. Dr. Martin here. Gunther Eagle, Eagleman video. COVID was an act of biological and chemical warfare that was premeditated. It was a part of it. And you always remember, whenever you hear Moderna and you hear the NIH, National Institutes of Health, i.e. Anthony Fauci, they share patents. They're basically a merged company. But here's Dr. Martin. He'll explain it better than that. Play it for me. Does that sound like leak? Does that sound like a bat and a pangolin went into a bar in the Wuhan market? and hung out and had sex, and, and lo and behold, we got SARS-CoV-2? No. Accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen was the terminology used, and four times in April of 2019, seven months before the allegation of patient number one, four patent applications of Moderna were modified to include the term accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen as the justification for making a vaccine for a thing that did not exist. Keep going. If you have not done so, please make sure that you make reference in every investigation to the premeditation nature of this, because it was in September of 2019 that the world was informed that we were going to have an accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen so that by September 2020, there would be a worldwide acceptance of a universal vaccine template. That's their words right in front of you on the screen. The intent was to get the world to accept a universal vaccine template, and the intent was to use coronavirus to get there. And the last slide. This isn't advancing, so if I could have somebody do it. Let's, let's read this because we have to read this into the record everywhere I go. Until an infectious disease crisis is very real, present, and at the emergency threshold that is often largely ignored. To sustain the funding base beyond the crisis, he said, we need to increase the public understanding for the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-influenza or a pan-coronavirus vaccine. A key driver is the media and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. Sounds like public health? Sounds like the best of humanity? No, ladies and gentlemen, this was premeditated domestic terrorism stated at the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in 2015, published in front of them. This is an this is an act of biological and chemical warfare perpetrated on the human race, and it was admitted to in writing that this was a financial heist and a financial fraud. Investors will follow if they see profit at the end of the process. So Moderna, for profit's sake, was developing a COVID-19 vaccination long before there ever was a COVID-19. That is now proven fact. That's exactly what's happening. Moderna shares its patents is basically like, again, what is fascism? Just put up that next slide side by side. What is fascism? Fascism is the merging 
of Moderna and the NIH. You and I pay for the NIH via billions of dollars of our taxpayer money. You and I pay for the NIH. The NIH runs the NIAID, which is Anthony Fauci. The NIH was Francis Collins. Anthony Fauci's the NIAID. You and I own the NIH, but it's merged with Moderna, who is the strangely developing solutions to the virus that Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick and EcoHealth Alliance, uh, Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance, Ralph Barrick and the UNC, that they were, Moderna was developing a vaccine that Anthony Fauci, Ralph Barrick, Peter Daszak, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were developing, they were, devel- they were, they were creating a vaccine for the virus that Fauci, the NIH, Bill Melinda Gates, and Ralph Barrick were developing via gain-of-functional research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They were creating the vaccine for the virus they knew they were developing. And all the Christians shut down their churches for that. Why does anybody, why does any Christian bow to the antichrist system? Put a mask on, stand six feet apart, lock down your churches. But again, I digress. Not me, not ever. Daily Clout tweet, uh, hashtag Pfizer Boys 91. This is, uh, this is from Naomi Wolf. US FDA based Moderna's mRNA COVID vaccine approval on test of a completely different non-COVID vaccine. Only males included in the test. So this safe and effective. Wanted you to see this vaccine development that Moderna was doing, which was all fraudulent. Claimed that it was safe and effective. Now notice, safe and effective for female patients. Safe and effective for pregnant female patients. Was That vaccine was tested on males only. <laughs> Moderna merged with the NIH, which is fascism, because fascism is the merging of corporations and governments. That's fascism. Go to the next one for me, Will. Another Daily Cloud tweet. Moderna, Texas researchers, did not test their COVID-19 mRNA drug called SpikeVax to find out where it would go in our bodies. That's kind of important. (laughs) Kind of important where the actual S-spike protein goes since it causes capillary blood clotting. Go in our bodies, uh, biodistribution. Instead, the biodistribution study was for a completely different vaccine. Oh my gosh! You know, again, I man, <laughs> here I'm going to be stuck here. here. Here's the here's the problem. This goes back to all of it, whether it's comirnaty or anything else. The very vaccine that they have given to everybody was the one that they. They've not actually studied it. They studied a different vaccine. It's just like when Joe Biden says, this is an FDA-approved vaccination. No, I mean, FDA-approved vaccine. It's not an FDA-approved vaccine. The FDA-approved vaccine is not available to you. So the one that they actually did all the research on and for Moderna was not the one they gave to the public. So what were they giving to the public? An experiment, even a, everything's experimental. Even the one they were actually doing the tests on, and the studies on, even, even those were obviously experimental. But at least they had some information on those, but not the ones they gave to the public. Read it right here to find out where we're going. To, instead, those biodistribution studies was for a completely different vaccine. They didn't do a biodistribution study on the vaccines they gave to the American public. They did the biodistribution studies on the vaccine they gave to no one. Go to the next one for me, Will. Colvin Coward tweet. 
New BMJ investigation published in the British Medical Journal, FDA and Moderna's cozy relationship, how, how lax rules enable a re- revolving door culture, again, the endless symbiote, after holding oversight roles for COVID vaccines, two regulars from the U.S. FDA went to work, of course, for Moderna, the endless symbiote. Man, I could, I wish I had more time to spend on vaccines, but I've only got a couple seconds left. Love you all. Belated. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to the Christmas season. Back full boat this week, Tuesday night, 830. Do not miss. Love you all. God richly bless you. If you really want happiness, you want peace, you want joy, if you want victory, you want a great marriage, whatever it is that you want, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. And that comes through salvation. That comes through receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you don't, everything else is a waste of time. Okay, well, we win the presidency. Okay, well, you'll be empty. You will be. It doesn't work. Nothing, nothing works but God. You can fight it all you want. You can waste your whole life. This isn't even the message yet. This is all for free. You can waste your whole life chasing something else. You can. You're not designed for anything but, but to be the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. You waste your whole life looking for other things. Nothing works. No guy will work. No girl will work. No thing will work. No job will work. No vacation will work. No destination will work. Nothing. You're not designed for it. Again, it's like, it's like running a tractor in a Formula One race. It doesn't work. You can try it. You can be out on the track and participate, but it doesn't work. So I urge you, I urge you, dive into God.